Oh my god. Okay, so we recorded this hilarious and informative ep with the iconic Trisha Black. And guess what? They have an incredible podcast called One More Round, and it's joining the Sonar Network family September 23rd. So stay tuned for that. Listen to the episode, download, rate, review, subscribe. We love ya. Space, yeah um and just like making sure that neighbors didn't call the police and stuff oh. um and it was very very last minute i, I initially was not going to do anything i was i was going to be like yeah let's let's let this one pass my mom was like no oh. and my roommate was like are you sure no and that's so nice so, i love that your mom yeah. and your roommate had that response because like yeah. Yeah, that is yeah. a very that's that's your mom is being your sister in that moment i agree yeah she in some way she is in in that she is annoying. No, <laughs> but no, that is a very yeah. mom thing to be like, no, baby, like you must. No. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my and my mom. Oh my god. Every birthday, my mom's like, I didn't know I was pregnant with you until four months in. They <laughs> thought I had typhoid or whatever. And I'm like, what? That's why I'm like this. She was just drinking for a solid four months. Didn't know I was in there. Stop. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh she God. just always had these stories about you couldn't tell she was pregnant. You could not tell she was wow. pregnant at all. Like no one knew she was pregnant. She was she was very skinny when she was younger and it was completely flat. And so of course they couldn't tell that I was in there. But it's very funny. That's um incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'll she'll never let me forget. Sometimes when she's mad at me, she's like, I almost died giving birth to you. And I'm like, sorry about it. Like, <laughs> like well, guess what? Yeah. I don't care. I oh my god, you slam the door the room to your door. <laughs> it's, it's a but your birthday was so much fun. It was just so you brought so many people together that I haven't seen in so long. So it was just so nice yeah, to be like, oh yeah. my god, like you're here and you're pretty and you're thriving. It was really sweet. It was really sweet to see all the doggies too. So people doggies. brought their dogs. Oh, um, and every can I say something? Yeah. What I really loved? Mm-hmm. Everyone's mm-hmm. dog was kind of like emblematic of their host. You know what yes. I mean? Like, I, I love when I a dog kind of takes, like, form of their owner. Like, yeah. Patrick's dog, like, Patrick Murray's Quinn. dog, you could, I, there could have been a row of dogs, and I would have seen that dog and be like, yeah. that one's Patrick's. Like, yeah. even yeah. without the Science. collar. Even without the blue yeah. rhinestone. Collar. Even without the blue gay-ass <laughs> collar. Yeah. yeah. And then Science just, like, turning her back on everyone. I was like, that's Brandon Ashmohammed's <laughs> Science dog. is giving everyone side-eye. That's Brandon Ashmohammed's Side-eye and attitude? <laughs> but the most, but the most captivating so, dog still. To be? Wait, what? <laughs> Did you just say Scooby? <laughs> I thought you meant I thought you meant but the most captivating dog is still and I was like no Tupac is definitely I spend the most time with Tupac so, I'd say. Tupac is he's obsessed he's such an attention whore he loves people he's very cute I just, very sweet I mean this isn't anything new but dogs are just I don't know what without my dog quarantine and mm-hmm. COVID would be so dull yeah and Tupac isn't always here. He's yeah. he lives in Hamilton. He has his little he has his own little porch in Hamilton. And sometimes when we go to visit, he'll just be sitting on the porch by himself. Like he knows that it's his spot. Oh my he's God. like a Toronto yes. creative that got out of the GTA. Yeah. He was like, God, actually, right. like, I'm gonna just foster yeah. a creative community in Hamilton and rent it cheaper. And I don't yeah. need career to define my art. Like I'm just gonna do it 
for the sake of her. Yeah, that's ex- exactly. He is. You know what though, Maria, my, um, his his mommy and I decided that he's actually like he's a middle class boy, okay. um, <laughs> in that, and he's not an artist. He likes art, but he never grew up being able to explore it. Yeah. So he's a construction worker now. Oh. But when he goes home in his free time, he does paint. That's his life story. Oh my god! And you know what? Yeah. Can I add something? Mm-hmm. I think that like when he's like at his construction job, he's kind of like yeah. focusing on like the finer detail of something and he's painting and his manager's like yeah. Toopy, like back to work. And he's like, sorry, sir, Toopy. sorry, sir. He's and you could tell out. like he really that's his favorite part. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the painting that's and kind of like the making the banister smooth. I don't know. Smooth. <laughs> yeah. You're right. It is. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> but you know what how, I mean. No, What's do. it called? Yeah. Um crown molding. Yes. Yes. Guess is nodding their head. <laughs> okay. You're just so, naming houses of it. Your doorknobs. Doorknobs. Um, um, tiles. <laughs> oh. Windows. 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 That's definitely it. Um, oh my god. French doors. Oh, can I say French something? Yeah. Always been my dream yeah. to have a bay window, and that's something I know. Oh, honey! How fucking yeah! I I need a bay window. And people like I remember growing up, like my friends who had bay windows, like didn't really care like it, they didn't they took it for granted like they took it for yeah yes. they wouldn't like they, took it for granted. There. they wouldn't do anything they if anything they'd just like dump clothes there sometimes and it's like yeah so that was me <gasps> oh i had one of my like childhood homes had a bay window and everyone like clarissa knows it all was like always reading in her window so i was like <laughs> oh I'll, I'll read here i sat there and i was like this is actually uncomfortable <laughs> I, you know what as I am, like, reflecting on, like, what this space actually looks like, you are leaning on a flat glass surface. I guess you have to put down a pillow, but even then, it's nothing, like a, it's nothing like a couch. If you have a bay window, I think you need to go out of your way to, like, make the space comfortable. Like, you need to get a little, a little nice little uh, uh, couch, a yeah. tiny one that fits the space so that you can just lean out but still be comfortable sitting on the couch. If I had a bay window, I have a little couch and I kiss my boyfriend on the couch <laughs> and look outside. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I want a bay window, but I also, you know, you know what I want? A little tower. You know, there's a little, a little tower. A little just so circular. Oh, oh my god. Oh. And there's a little step ladder oh. and I have like some books in there. Cutie. It's all bossy pants. I love that. Oh my god. <laughs> Why is bo- bossy pants is like a punchline now. I'm all, I'm it all is? Like 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 a like a like a I hear people be like boss. Whoa, bossy pants and it's like I thought everybody loved well, it. Oh yeah. Or like lean in. Well, I think feminism just changed yeah. so yeah. much. Yeah. When women were like, okay, enough. We don't want to be like men. We actually just want to sleep yeah. and rest. Yeah. I do. But you know who never uh, sleeps and never rests? Oh my god. Who never sleeps and never rests? Our lovely oh. guests. And you have most definitely seen them on many stages across Toronto because they are incredibly funny. So funny. And actually, so funny. when I first started my uh. con my con program, my first show, I believe. No, it was my first yeah, it was my first show. We were rehearsing for um, that night's performance and um, main stage was, I believe it was main stage. Yeah. Main stage was also rehearsing and Trisha was there or no, was it main stage? Yes, it was. No. (laughs) (laughs) A vivid, vivid memory. It's such a vivid memory and I am not high at all right now. It was if, if I could turn back time. 
Um, it was the play. Oh fuck, I don't know. I can't remember the fucking stage. title. That was main stage. This is main stage. Okay, good. I was, I was like, I wasn't sure, but I remember watching you guys and being like in awe, being like, "This is gonna be us next. We're up next, you guys. Get ready!" And being so excited. Yeah. Um, and it was really such a funny show. Um, and also I got to work with Trisha not all the time because um, you're so busy and always doing stuff. Um, on the Skechersons, and whenever you wrote a song, I was truly living for it because you're such a phenomenal artist. Yeah. Um, Trisha, so Trisha yeah. is a comedy staple in the Toronto scene, the Canadian comedy scene. You've seen Trisha Black mm-hmm. at Second City, truly so many shows, a, a yeah. myriad of shows, handful, hefty mm-hmm. handful. Those subway posters, you can't, you can't, you can't miss, you can't miss them. Yeah, and they looked really good. They were really well mm. done. Like they everyone were, looks like, really, really. I really, that's a dream of mine to be on a subway poster. Um, truly, and also we just learned Trisha's gonna be in a movie, a feature film coming out September 11th called huge. The Broken Heart Gallery, coming out September 11th. Um, so keep an eye out for that. That's so exciting. I love to see. I love to see people in the community book. Television yes. and film really does make me Oh, happen. can I also say, one time when I was in Brampton, this was like a, a while ago. This was probably oh in like October or something. I was watching TV. I don't have cable in Toronto. So when I was in Brampton, I was watching uh, cable TV and um, an OLG commercial came on. And I was like, oh my God. And my, my mind registered it, but I not, not really. I was like, that's Trisha Black. <laughs> that's Trisha How Black! Can, that's I'm Trisha actually, Black. I feel so foolish. I'm, we're remiss that we, to, to forget that. Oh, iconically, who's the character you play, Trisha? You, your character wants a lake. Your character wants a lake. Yeah, Jane's Lake. Jane's Lake. Jane's Lake. Uh, Lotto Lake. Max, baby. Lotto Max. Lotto <laughs> Max, like, yeah. Like, and I'm such a nerd when I watch TV with my parents. If I see anyone who I've just like seen doing Me too. improv in a commercial, I'm like, I know them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like that's know. my friend. My that's my friend. Like, oh, I know that. Cool. Like fully understanding that. Like, that's yeah, they're like, okay. Them. Like they're not really that. See, my, yeah. my parents are the opposite though. My mom calls me when she sees a friend on TV. She goes, I just saw Paloma. I just saw Kevin. Oh. I just saw this. I just saw Anne. <laughs> so I will sweet. never forget when I saw um, Paloma in, oh my God, what the spotlight. Um, that, mm. that movie about like the Catholic church. Um, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I I saw it in theaters with my mom, and I almost stood up. I was like, "That's Paloma." My mom <laughs> fully was like, "That is amazing, sweetie. Let's watch the movie." Like, truly, <laughs> let's watch the movie. Like, fully was aware that like, uh, she paid for my improv classes as as a child. Like, she was like, "Okay, yeah, I understand." <laughs> She's like, "Okay, <laughs> stop." Um, I just realized that we didn't do we didn't give Trisha a proper. Oh my god, sorry. Yes, please welcome to your stinky or clean ears. Trisha Black. Trisha Black. I'm here. We're clapping. Thank you for having me. Oh my god. East Coast in the house. It's been a long, it's been a long time. Oh, I it love has. it. I love this podcast so much. I listen to Aww. it all. Like listen to it all. When you. I found out that you had, I don't know why I must not have known originally when you had started, and then it popped up mm. one day, and I was like, my friends have a podcast. I must. And uh, then I was like, it's about music? One of my favorite things of all time? Please. Uh, oh, we stand. <laughs> we stand, we stand, we stand. Oh, great. You're all so great. It's I love this. Oh, I'm so happy you. to be here. Stop it. Oh, we're so Stop happy it. to have you. Like, actually, though, especially in that, like, you know, you're going to be super famous soon. Yeah. So. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be nice. There's a countdown. It's going to be nice. There's like, you know how there's like a Doomsday day clock? Like, we have, we have a celebrity <laughs> gets famous clock, clock for all the comedians kind of in our radar. We're We're at... 15 minutes until midnight oh my god yeah. oh my holy god. mackerel yeah. well you're gonna be in that's a so movie cool. that's huge 
I mean, I mean, yeah. I it's like yeah, I play a goodwill worker. <gasps> oh, nice. Okay, what's the what's the movie about? Yeah. Uh, so the movie, yeah, the Broken Heart Gallery. It's um, oh god, I gosh, I can't even remember. Uh, who's in it? Um, Bernadette <laughs> Peters okay. is in it. <laughs> nice. Uh, Philippa Sue's in it, and then the main characters nice. are, oh. Why can't I remember their names right now? I'm gonna IMDb it because I <laughs> don't worry. Um, literally I, me all the time. I, I'm so bad with names sometimes, like especially mm-hmm. celebrities, like because you know I was mm-hmm. in I met them one day and I was like you're awesome, this is fun, and then yeah. Yeah. I walk away and go oh uh, G- uh, Geraldine Viswanathan. Oh nice. From um, she's in the movie Blockers. She's very funny. Mm-hmm. Australia. Australia. And Dacker, yeah, and Dacker Montgomery. <gasps> What a name! From, from Stranger That's Things, a- also Australian. But- oh, is he oh, like the the hot one? Yes, the bad brother, yeah. the bad yeah, hot yeah, brother, yeah. the bad hot one, mean the brother, mean That's brother. One. Oh, yeah, that's no. fun. Oh and God. it's about this girl who gets broken up with. She was dating her boss, and he breaks up with her, and she gets fired, mm-hmm. and then she basically is gonna go sell. She has kept all of her things from her past relationships, and she's gonna go sell mm-hmm. them, but then my character won't take them so then she starts this like mm-hmm. gallery wall of all of her like <gasps> remnants of her and then other people start adding to it and she creates this oh, whole wow. thing so it looks really it honestly sounds really cute the trailer looks really good i'm excited for it oh my god That's so amazing. you're integral oh, I, to the plot i'm integral mm-hmm. Without, I won't, yeah, there's I won't literally no gallery <gasps> There's yeah. no title. So there we are. There's oh no title. God. That's incredible. So there we are. I love you. You Amazing. touched on how you you love music, and this is a. Con- I feel like yes. comedians. A lot of comedians that I know love mm-hmm. huge music nerds. Huge overlap. Mm-hmm. I think there's a connection there. There's a synergy. I really yes. do believe. That. I think. I think. Um, I don't know if it was Andy Samberg that said this, or I don't. Maybe he just repeated it, and I heard it from him because I am obsessed. But um, he. <laughs> He said, like, you know, a lot of comedians who secretly just want to be um, pop stars mm-hmm. and pop stars want to be comedians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's always that overlap. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, you're right. There is something very, like, synergistic about it. Yeah, like, musicians um, love to crack jokes in between songs or at least try. Like, yeah. I remember seeing Father John yeah. Misty and he was, like, mm-hmm. he was getting, like, laughs. Like, he really oh, was. Father John. Oh, Father John. Father <laughs> Misty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I feel like they're, I don't know. I've always loved music since I was a kid. Like, yeah. my mom, when I was in the womb, she played the Beach Boys all the time. And, like, Aww. when we were, like, kids, when I, was, when I was a kid, I'm an only child, but, like, we listened to the AM radio all of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, constantly. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Music is, yeah, it's always been, like, a huge, and I'm from the East Coast, yeah. too, so I feel like. Music yeah, is like in our blood ooh, a bit. It's huge. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's East very Coast. Music- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's very musical in there. I feel like it's not. I feel like in the East, on the East Coast, they kind of keep up those fun, like, Gaelic traditions of like people just come in and start playing a song. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah, like yeah. in Ontario, Funny. if someone did that, we'd be like, out. Like, shut up. <laughs> it is, oh my God. It, it is true. It's though. true. It's no, it's so like true. literally in we'd Christy like, Pitts, that. there was like a nice, like, like a 20 piece band like orchestra oh, playing and i was like go home like <laughs> it's my birthday get out so I with me, i'm we... like wow here's all my money <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no but i am a demon need a bit i mean east coast us east coast people there's mad there's a little, you you do carry a lightness within you i feel mm-hmm. like there's a there's a there's a, be- there's a joy there there's a lightness there 
And with music too, I'm like, oh my god, not to make it about come from away. I don't want to no. project it on you because not not everything East Coast is come yeah. from away. But no, I yeah. really was like, this is like so fun. Like I would love to just like go to a pub in the East because I've never been. Oh yeah, and I was like, I would love oh, to go to the go. East Coast and like just hear people Me like either. singing from go. their bellies and just like really living. You must. But it's I the must. best. Yeah. Have a lot. I Most want a places lot have live bands, and you just like that's the thing. Like, like bringing it back to what you said about how at, back home we would just literally have a we would have a party, and and then we would somebody mm-hmm. would pull out an instrument, and then somebody else mm-hmm. would pull out an instrument, and then you'd have like a mm-hmm. full band yeah. playing music. Yeah. But we've tried to do that here, and people aren't for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they go, you "Where's the what? Great Big C? Come on!" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, my dad loved Great Big C. I always talk about it on the podcast, but I grew up listening to Great Big C because my dad was obsessed with East Coast music. Yeah. He was like, he because I feel like um, African people, our music is very folky, like mm-hmm. it's very wise and it's full of wisdom because it's very traditional. Mm-hmm. And I feel like East Coast music does that, except like you know, the, I, like with Irish, Irish English, Italy, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Italy roots, yeah, yeah. So my dad loved that shit. Both, <laughs> both, and correct me if I'm wrong. Both kind of have like an emphasis on like percussion. I feel like yeah, mm-hmm. so a lot of like percussion yeah. going yeah. on there, and like borons. <laughs> boron? boron, boron is like a drum. <laughs> I know, oh, okay. but it sounds like sounds an like insult. <laughs> boron. See you later, borons. <laughs> Wait, what is a what's a boron? A boron is, is like a hand drum. Are we good? Sorry. No, yes. Is my audio being weird? No, it is. Ben, can you hear it? I literally can't. I literally can't. Oh my god, it's so scary. <laughs> Like, you, at this point, cannot convince me that you're not the Terminator. You're a gay Terminator. (laughs) Yeah. What I'm... Here's a... Is it still happening? There he is. No, it's normal again. You're back. You're back. Because the last time it didn't happen, I didn't record on QuickTime also. And I'm like, mate, is that maybe related? That maybe, like, Mm. like if I play QuickTime... If I'm recording on QuickTime, it's, like, too much for my laptop. I'm just throwing... Maybe. Maybe. Either way, I'm buying us all mics. I already said. Oh my god, no. We'll buy, we'll, I'm, sorry. We'll, we'll... Stop! I'm buying mics. Buy I'm buying mic. the mics. I'm buying the They're mics. They're not that expensive. You can also buy, price. I found a Sure mic that's really, really good too for 50 bucks. Yeah. Like 50 bucks. You, yeah. They're good prices. They're great. They're great prices. And you can write yeah. it off. <laughs> Does Sonar now work? You hear that, Michael? <laughs> get, get your children on it. Okay, obviously we'll um, we'll cut all that out. I'm, uh, I'm really ex- I'm really excited um, to talk about our band today, like yeah. the band that you've brought for Ooh. us today. Because honestly, whenever I'm experiencing, this is the thing about um, Fleetwood Mac. I'm just gonna say it. I, say we it. always act like it's a surprise. People <laughs> read the title before they fucking listen to the episode. We people draw out intro to the musicians so much, and the people listening are like, "We know, like we cool. know who it is." <laughs> But um, I like to, like, I always listen to Fleetwood Mac whenever I'm, like, I'm leaving a show, and it was an early show at, like, 6 or something, and I'm a bit tipsy, Mm -hmm. and I have a cigarette, (gasps) and I'm walking, and I'm listening to Dreams, and I'm thinking about a past lover, and I'm like, I hope he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac's full heart. Like, Fleetwood Mac is such a, like, mix of you can listen to it when you're the most happy and you're like, mm-hmm. and the, all of the songs. And then you can also mm-hmm. listen to it when you're the most sad yeah. and, and mm-hmm. it still has like, 
the emotions behind them still mm-hmm. feel like the same. Oh, it, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. A hundred percent. They're truly um, essential listening. I think mm-hmm. if, you know, there are people who are like, I'm a music buff, like claim to be music buffs. I, I had a friend in high school who was like, he um, fashioned, he, he thought of himself as like a, a music like guru, essentially. He's like, I know every good band there ever is. I know all the essentials, but he hated Fleetwood Mac. And I was like, so are you really, do you really well, like music? Stinky. Do, can you really say that? Very stinky behavior. Yeah. Cause I yeah. feel like Fleetwood Mac is essential. It, it is, is essential. essential. I feel like it's up there in like, even if you don't listen to like Fleetwood Mac or the Beatles every day, it's like, I feel like Fleetwood mm-hmm. Mac is like up there in the, that echelon mm-hmm. of like bands where it's like, mm-hmm. they're really like a slice of music history. Uh, this yeah oh yeah huge yeah. huge yeah. and and like what's crazy about Fleetwood Mac is like the Fleetwood Mac that we know so like Stevie mm-hmm. Nicks Lindsey Buckingham mm-hmm. wasn't like the original Fleetwood Mac it so was. Fleetwood Mac started and they were like a huge blues band um okay. and they so it was started by Mick Fleetwood and uh, John McVie um mm-hmm. and this guy named Peter Green was one of the co-founders as well he eventually left um, I think mm. under not, I don't think it was great circumstances, but, or he wanted <laughs> oh, to have God. a better career, right. but they like mm-hmm. wrote like black magic woman is like, was written yeah. by Fleetwood Mac. Like, mm-hmm. and, and they were like this huge blue, they did stuff with Eric Clapton and they were this huge mm-hmm. blues band. And then John McVie, like met Christine McVie and brought her in and her songwriting mm-hmm. started like changing the band a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then of course the magical Buckingham and Knicks showed up mm. but the original band had so many how so much turnover too like one of yeah. the, their lead guitarists went out for groceries one day yeah and never came back to the band wait tell i need more <laughs> i need more okay. He just didn't. Well, he just didn't come leader, back. It was like it was like their their yeah. their lead band. Their ba- one of their band. I think he was their guitarist, as mm-hmm. far as I yeah. remember. Uh, yeah, he just said he was going out for groceries, and he just never came back to the band. So the grocery ship was a ruse just were, to escape. It was like I guess yeah. <laughs> it was just a ruse for him to be like, hey, <laughs> like That's such a oh Fleetwood Mac God. thing to do. Like go to the yeah. grocery store and just like turn into like a cloud of moths and like. <laughs> In the cereal aisle. Like, I think it was, a, they were doing yeah. a bunch of drugs, right. too, and mm-hmm. he went on a drug trip and just said, I'm going to get groceries, and then never returned to never the band. Never returned. Like, never came back, and then everyone was like, where is he? And oh, he was like, man. I'm not in the band anymore. Like, he was alive. I'm pretty, but. I, he was alive. I think he was that's alive. That's iconic, That though. is like, we need, like, yeah. an HBO miniseries that's, like, finding this yeah. person, like, the I event know. of that day. I couldn't find his name. I thought I had it up, but I feel that like. That is so. Because they famously bad. have, like. I mean, I feel like more so than, like, a lot of other, like, popular bands I can think of, they have, like, a famous toxic working environment. Oh, yeah. like, and let's get into it. They give me broken social scene teas. Like, yes. a broken social <laughs> scene. They, they were the original broken social scene. Just too many members in one yeah. band. And yeah. everyone's fucking each other and in relationships with each other and just heartbroken. That's it. It's true. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. His name was Jeremy Spencer. Jeremy. Jeremy Spencer. And he left the Hotel Hawaiian just blocks away from Hollywood and Vine. It was about 2 p.m. when he left. Bags still unpacked mm-hmm. to go get the grocery <laughs> store with $200 in his pocket, apparently. <laughs> Which is $9 million at that time. Right? Yeah, that's so crazy. That is so Wild. funny. And they had another member. Who I think act like I think mm. I, he died too. Like they were like there was oh, wow. it was like, like a cursed band. It yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Well, she yeah. There's a lot of energy. Like, well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. wow. I'm I'm watching Fair Umbrella enough. Academy season two, and oh. it's a little bit <laughs> of the seventies, oh. but still. Yeah. Yeah. Seventies. Great. <laughs> what a time! I truly what a time for music. Um, I'm really curious, Trisha. How did you get into Fleetwood Mac? Like, did your yeah. parents play or like? The music for you or yeah. did you kind of just find them yourself i feel like i um fleetwood mac i feel like has always been there somewhere and then mm-hmm. um i've always listened to music always loved it and then i think it was about four years ago i went on a road trip to new brunswick with a bunch of friends mm-hmm. and i'd already mm-hmm. been into fleetwood mac and i bought um, a rolling stone like collector's edition <laughs> like one of nice. those books that was on fleetwood yeah. mac and yeah. we um we read it out loud on the trip the Aww. whole the whole way home and because i had bought it because i was like i want to read it and everyone was like well we want to read it too let's read it out loud That's so, so we did it. it was so fun and we learned so much and while we did it too what we did is we um listened to they in the back of the book after we finished the book they had their top mm-hmm. 50 songs in order and so we mm-hmm. listened to them backwards until we got to the end just, just like really solidified my love of this band and i mm-hmm. o- i always like i always loved them mm-hmm. i i would say i probably really got into them about 10 or so years ago like mm-hmm. really listening to their music and and trying to you know play it like and yeah my friend wrote a show that was like a mockumentary show called stockyard hurts and mm-hmm. it was <laughs> It was like styled after Fleetwood Mac, so we did a mm-hmm. lot of research on them back then, and just I don't know, mm-hmm. everything about them is perfect. Like every, yeah, like yeah, you, I fully agree with you. You couldn't have a better band. The drama that has happened the drama. in that band, but the mm-hmm. music that they created as that band, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. I think that's too what I love about it. And I'm sure we'll get really into rumors and I will. all of the drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think what I loved about it too is that even though they had all of that drama, their music is so good, and they worked really hard together to yeah. make the music good. Like yeah. even though Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham, like after they broke up, like butted heads and like didn't like each other, mm-hmm. he always because she the way she wrote her music is she would write like poetry basically, and then like kind of chord mm-hmm. a bit on the piano. And then Lindsay mm. always took her music and made it what it was, like arranged mm. it. So even though mm. they hated each other, he always still arranged the music. And it's crazy mm. because all of that, <laughs> the songs she wrote are about him mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's the big drama. That's why every time I'm listening to rumors, I'm like, the mess. Mix up, mix oh. up, mix up. Like Between all of them, like yeah. Christine McVie cheated on John McVie with their lighting designer and wrote, lighting. um, wrote, um, wrote oh what's which song was it she wrote one of the songs performed mm. it in front of everyone and that was like her breakup song to john oh my god oh my oh god, my god. They're, they're working yeah. out like, all their like, issues in that that album and because they didn't they re- they wrote it uh, like separately right or they and they produced it like not together is that the truth yeah i I think so. I think it was like because there was that one, and then there was the one. There was another the one after too, where Lindsey Buckingham did all of his stuff on his own and like refused. Mm-hmm. Wow. He like even did the drums on Kleenex boxes in his like for big <laughs> stuff. Like yeah, it it, it got bad. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, that I'm sure they so recorded a lot of it separately. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. But but they did a bunch of it together, and then I think they had to redo some stuff or something. Mm-hmm. My memory's not mm-hmm. completely serving me, but. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and like rumors was when all of their like big drama was happening. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. Stevie and Lindsay broke up, Christine cheated on John. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. Mick was having getting a divorce with his wife, and mm-hmm. like all of this stuff. Like, there was just, and there was another, there. I don't know. Like, what's your favorite song on that album? Do you, <gasps> they need it. They needed an HR department, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> they do. But, oh my god. <laughs> they need a private HR song. firm to go in there. I agree. They do. Like, yes, like a do. private one. Um, I think it would be the chain off of Rumors. Yes. The chain. I, yeah, the first song I ever heard by Fleetwood Mac, actually. The chain. The chain. Yeah. Really. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah. I love, 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 love the chain. So good. But I am so a good. songbird girl. Mm-hmm. I'm, oh my god. And you know why? Why? Because the, why? the late great Naya Rivera sang that song, oh, sang that song oh my on God. the Rumors episode of Glee, Ugh. and I remember that I was like, cry. I think on it. Can I be real? I think I mm-hmm. knew Fleetwood Mac. Like I would like, I was like aware, but the Rumors episode yeah. of Glee introduced me to that album as like a piece of like work, like on its own. Mm-hmm. Like we're, this was an episode all about Rumors, the album, and after that episode, that's when I got into it. And Naya Rivera singing yeah. Songbird was stunning. Ugh, I know. Oh, she sang it yeah. right to Britney too. It was beautiful. Yeah. I like the one that you were talking about, Trisha, earlier that uh, Lindsay wrote. The uh, "Go Your Own Way." Go your own way. And it's huge. It's still it's still yeah. big now. I feel like when I take care of kids and they 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 listen to their parents' music um when they're not listening to children's music and they all know that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they love it. They love it. Love it. Love it. But it also is just like. I was gonna say, sorry, go ahead. Ra- that plays on the radio all of the time. All like, the time. Yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a good song. It's still great. It's Classic. Classic. It's so nice because it like relates to so much stuff of like being like, it's time for you to go your own way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, can somebody please write that down? Because I don't think anybody's quite recording. Yes. I don't think anybody's used language in the way Aiden's used language today to quite that much. I'm really glad. I'm really glad that happened. Not to bring astrology into this again, but like I'm a Leo Sun, stupid rising. Very good. I got exactly what you were saying when you said that. Though it was very poetic, very poetic. No, but honestly, yeah. literally, we know, we get it. The demon is back. Oh, I'm so I'm humiliated. Is it still here? No, no it's not. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm like I should just not touch anything. You know what? It's my new favorite part of the podcast. Yeah, it is. It. It's a, it's gonna be a running joke. Trisha, did you already say what your favorite? To what my favorite was? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think okay. So it's not on. It was supposed to be on rumors. I don't know. I oh, it, but this this song in particular I love. It was supposed to be on rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Silver Springs, and it was, mm. it was it's a Stevie Nicks song, and it was written. She was driving past, I think, with uh, Lindsey Buckingham, and they drove past this place called uh, Silver Springs, and she just thought it was a beautiful song. And the lyric is like, uh, "You can be my Silver Spring." That like, and it's like, mm, go off, Trisha. Yeah, it's wow, so it's such a beautiful singing voice, right? Uh, but but she wrote it and then it was so long that they did, that mm-hmm. Mick Fleetwood had to be like we have to replace it with something um, mm-hmm. because it's we think it's too long for the album so they put it on mm-hmm. a, a B side but it got really mm-hmm. lost 
in the mix. Oh, okay. Um, so not a lot of people like heard about it. And then in 1992, they did mm-hmm. the, the live, uh, the dance. So they did a concert and a live album and they performed okay. it for the first time. Wow. And it's a song that's like, like you have to watch it. It is on YouTube, the clip. And mm-hmm. it is, you watch her sing at Lindsay Buckingham. And it's <gasps> like, it, like the lyrics are like time, uh, time puts a spell on you, but you won't forget me. Uh, and it's like, I know Still. I have loved you, but you would not let me. And then it's the best part, the best lyric is, I'll follow you down to the sound of my voice will haunt you. And that was her being like, you're going to have to listen to my voice on the radio and in music forever. Like, We're clapping. This is, you know what? This is what I want to say about Stevie Nicks. This is what I want to say about Miss Nicks. Truly, yes. truly, this she is such a phenomenal songwriter but the feelings that she's able to like to articulate in her music they ring true to human experience like i could never look at her writing and be like yeah this was trendy this is what people were talking about in the 70s hell fucking no every time i listen to her i'm like this is what i'm going through right now Mm -hmm. how does she know is she here is she seeing me like is she watching me and (laughs) writing down what i'm doing Right, like she's yeah. witchy. Uh, she's witchy. She's very witchy, and I like. We got to talk about her witchiness because, like, yeah, she's kind of the. She was the. I I feel like the witchiness that we see now is a product mm-hmm. of Stevie Nicks being like, you can have long blonde hair and bangs and flowy mm-hmm. sleeves, and you can be witchy <laughs> like me. And, <laughs> and, it's happening again. again. <laughs> and she heard you and heard really you good. back. I know. It's Stevie Nicks. <laughs> His hard drive is crashing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're back. You're back. Sorry, I keep we saying might it. just be hearing it on Zoom. We might not be able to even hearing it. No, on the live know. episode. Yeah. Can you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Coco's episode, you can hear it. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I, yeah. Do you remember when Stevie Nicks, did you ever watch uh, American Horror Story? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Did you like her cameo for um, Coven? It's really good. Love it. I love it. Coven Wonders is a great song. It's a great song. Mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. has so many wonderful songs. Um, The Storm is another one of hers that is Mm -hmm. just so beautiful. Or Gypsy is such a great song. Um, Just, she is. What I love about Fleetwood Mac is, is, and how I always describe them is like, it was about the women. The women in that band were the best. Yeah, Phoebe mm. Nix was a poet. She wrote all of those beautiful songs that we we like, Abby, like you said, like that mm-hmm. makes you feel like you're in the moment. She mm-hmm. just knows. And then Christine McVie mm-hmm. wrote all of the songs that were their hits, like yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of them that were. She just wrote hit after hit, like that was pop, mm-hmm. like radio pop hit, like Songbird, mm-hmm. like I don't want to know. Um, everywhere, like, everywhere, like Little Lies, like those were ones mm. that you're like, those are radio like bops, yeah. and then. You've got Stevie Nicks writing this beautiful, like witchy poetry that just makes mm-hmm. you feel so much. Uh, like, yeah, it's okay. so mm-hmm. cool. I must, and we got to talk about coming of age anthem, a song that's like always relevant yeah. in everybody's lives, no matter what. Miss Landslide. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that song so much, and I listened that I mm-hmm. mentioned before off the pod, but I, I cried listening to Fleetwood Mac, and it was too landslide because yeah, it is sure. such. A good song, and I will say it made me right after I had to listen to not the Dixie Tricks, the Chicks, 
because the, tr- the chicks cover of landslide is not the definitive version but it's mm-hmm. definitely like it's kind of like right up there with me i just love landslide as a- yeah. the lyrics of mm-hmm. landslide are truly are never not relevant i think and in anyone like anyone's point in their life like it's just mm-hmm. so it's so beautiful it is and i love the chicks version i oh, I, I think they I also heard that one. people remember like in the what was that like early 2000s or late like mid 2000s that that came out mm-hmm. i think that they helped people re remember yes like steve well, and would not remember like everyone knows but yeah. like yeah. you know like brought it back to a younger generation yeah, yeah yeah and i think that's the power of fleetwood mac but also stevie nicks specifically because like she obviously in 70s like 80s like going off like everybody wanted to be like stevie nicks mm-hmm. like she defined um a, a very much an aesthetic that a lot of um pop stars and just like rock stars of that time kind of copied mm-hmm. um but i think like i always think about bootylicious <sighs> with um yeah because like, every time yes. yeah every time i hear it i'm like is this edge of 17 or is this bootylicious which one is it yes. but i was watching the, i was watching the music video to bootylicious and stevie nicks is in it I love it. I I love that so much. I love that like uh, her music really crosses genres and it dispels this myth of like one genre being better than the other, like one genre being for a certain type of person. It's mm-hmm. um and and I think even her being on um American Horror Story is it just speaks to the fact that she is she oh, yeah. she's not bound by generational like she trends. wrote um to prove your point she wrote like a handwritten like witchy spell basically mm-hmm. like praising harry styles latest album being like this oh, is wonderful yeah. you're like this generational voice i love I that. Posted it on that. instagram yeah i wanted yeah. to bring up harry styles because mm. he has like such a i really i like harry styles as well mm. i think he's great yeah. he has a very mm. stevie nicks vibe to him now mm-hmm. um but i watched um oh it was uh it was stevie nicks is uh, induction into the rock and roll hall of fame it's on oh, crave wow. and you want mm-hmm. you can watch him he performs with stevie nicks and mm-hmm. i swear to god and i don't know but i think that they have done stuff together <gasps> oh 100% <laughs> trisha i'm gonna jump right? on board immediately on this i <laughs> i love that i love that because harry styles i think he is that he's adopted a 70s aesthetic mm-hmm. also kind of yes. like a vibe like in interviews and like, like on snl he mm-hmm. seems very cool he seems very down and yeah. like i like mm-hmm. that about him and yeah. stevie we know she is just she'll she's a she's a wild witchy woman i wouldn't yeah. put it past either of them to have like a freaky intimate well, like, yeah. watching the watching yeah. the watching the concert i was like these you two you two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking or what? <laughs> you fucking are, y'all fucking or not? Yeah. You fucking or what? Or what? <laughs> you should ask I, I her. Go get it. I go. Get yeah. That. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I hope? Go off. <laughs> I hope that Stevie is pegging Harry Styles <gasps> with a crystal. Oh, with my a crystal. I hope that's. That's my dream. So that's my dream. I mean, what an image, honestly. <laughs> And it's a lovely one. I I want that image painted I, and hung across. I don't think we've ever requested fan art before, but if anyone ever wants to consider please. even making fan art, yes, please. Priority number one. Please yes. uh, email us. <laughs> oh my god! But that is so that's on Crave. Um, Stevie's yeah. 
Okay, very cool. When yeah, did you it get was invested? really good. It was like last year. Okay. Mm, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. It was really very good, recently. but honestly, their chemistry is very good. I love that. To have a good chemistry with a uh, like music icon. I'm not going to say pop or rock. Music in general. Yeah. Music icon well, yeah. is... Yeah, it's even yeah. because I remember I don't know when this was. This might have been like four or five years ago. But Taylor, when Taylor Swift first did her like big pop album, mm -hmm. they had mm -hmm. her on singing with Stevie Nicks, mm -hmm. and she might. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I won't like. I won't lie. I don't. Yeah, lie. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. Her music yeah. good. I think she's yeah uh, a knows her brand and knows what's up. Mm -hmm. And I go mm -hmm. good for mm -hmm. you. You're a businesswoman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love it. 1989 yeah. fun pop album. Fun pop. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. New I'm enjoying folklore, I won't lie, but I am liking it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I still haven't listened. I have to listen. It's I'll, pretty good. Uh, I'll send you my favorites because okay. there are songs mm -hmm. that I know on the album. I'm like, I don't know if Abba will be here for this, but there are some songs. Like, I think you like Exile, for instance. Oh, I love it. It's the Bonnie Bear. Really That's the Bonnie Bear song. And it's 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 quite good. Very good. And a Bonnie Bear, like, Bonnie he really has, like, just his voice is so low in it. And oh, it's yeah. so low. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But Taylor Swift sang with Stevie Nicks, and it wasn't very good. And I was like, why would you have Taylor oh, Swift singing with Stevie? Yeah. yeah. That, Stevie that Nicks' voice carries. Two worlds that aren't compatible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why I was like, Harry Styles really gets it. Like, he gets it. Yeah, and... Yeah, and I think it speaks to the fact that Stevie Nicks, I think I'm noticing a lot of things with different artists in terms of like, I don't know, their motivation to want mm -hmm. to sing. And there are some artists who just want to sing because they want to make money or they want to become popular or they, it, it's the clout of being able to yeah. sing. Mm -hmm. Some artists have just a, have a lot of emotions, but yeah. not a lot behind it and, and mm -hmm. make music. But I feel like Stevie Nicks is like one of these artists who just has a true spirit yeah. in her. Like she has i think like she was brought to this earth mm -hmm. to do music you I know what i mean like i yeah. i truly and and i think that the fact that she remains so relevant still mm -hmm. amongst even generations younger than you know me yeah. and ben like that's a testament to the fact that yeah. huge yeah and well she's like, all yeah. over her music's all over tiktok now tiktok like, yeah all over yeah. it I love i'm in yeah. tiktok now but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well trisha like you mentioned um stevie like writing that letter mm -hmm. love letter mm -hmm. to uh, harry styles music it's like i think when artists who come from a, like an older generation i think the, mm -hmm. the best way for them to like stay relevant is to just like listen to what mm -hmm. the kitties are listening to and, like, yes. and yes. i love because it's like old music and new music like inform each other in like mm -hmm. such a way now because we have like i don't know we can mm -hmm. we have youtube and instagram and tiktok as resources yeah. to just like find music from all over so it's yeah. like i love when there's like kind of an intergenerational collab like it it, mm -hmm. it, yeah. it like it makes me because i'm not i don't know harry styles discography a lot but now that i'm like oh stevie nicks likes it like that's that's mm -hmm. that makes yeah. me think it's kind of it adds like another layer to it for me definitely yeah of course yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i mean yeah like you said she is so relevant i have a really funny story <gasps> of a stevie nicks thing Ooh. so ben you and i just did that twilight yeah. uh, uh <laughs> drunk reading of course. so when i was working at tiff bell lightbox stevie nicks uh did a, a talk there mm -hmm. um and she was talking about her newest album which i think came out like maybe four years ago i think I forget what it's called mm -hmm. but there's a song on the album that was like very like vampire-esque and she's telling Ooh. this story about how and she goes i went to the movies and i saw a movie and i sat in the back 
but I was watching this film and it was like I was seeing myself on that screen. Mm. Um, I felt really connected to the main character and like everyone in the audience is going, wow, wow, wow. And then she goes, mm-hmm. I went and I saw Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I feel really her. connected with the character of Bella. And That's so funny. <laughs> song based off of twilight and it's a good it's an okay song <laughs> that's really funny it's an okay song let's say something so poignant and then it was yeah. twilight. twilight that is so funny oh i love that so much for her oh i know uh, I, I, I for you steve like I love you that. think it's gonna be is some it... sort of like cool like deep cut like what's the yeah. Yeah. In vampire movie a girl walks alone yeah at night? like something like that yeah. or like a like Swedish that. one but it's like it's mm-hmm. I love that though and you know what that makes me be like maybe I need to rewatch Twilight and maybe I'm missing something because it's right <laughs> you know what but I will see the first lo- Twilight movie and I mentioned this at our table read I mm-hmm. think it is cinematically gorgeous it is cinematically it gorgeous. Visual language yes. that is yes. It's fun. yes. It was moody. It was funny. It was indie. Yeah. That's what the movie deserved. But then it wanted to. They wanted it to make a lot yeah. of money, the the and they made it. But the first movie, action based. Yeah. Good. Except yeah. there are some incredible moments. The like final battle in the last one when the head gets ripped Ooh. off. I've never Ooh. gasped so hard in my life. And then it was all a dream. And then laughed so hard in my life. I have to say, my because my favorite, um, my probably. Of my top three favorite performances and this will be fun for nostalgic listeners over the next three weeks i'm going to reveal my top three favorite film performances and i'm going to start with the third <laughs> oh. and the third is dakota fanning as jane the vulture the yeah. one woman of the, the Valkyrie. and yeah. i because she has a delicious moment i think it's in eclipse i literally don't know mm. um i actually do it's eclipse um but she says there's a group of like vampires that like are adolescent vampires that the one yeah. that Victoria, the ginger, is yeah. she's she's mm-hmm. for the war army, yeah. uh, to fight the Cullens mm-hmm. and the Volturi have come all the way from Italy to investigate. And I always mm-hmm. wondered how do they get there? Like, do they fly? Like, do they take a private jet? They never they literally Dakota Fanning is watching all like this mayhem ensue with these younger vampires. Mm-hmm. And she says, mm-hmm. Do we end them or do we destroy them? decisions decisions oh yeah <laughs> i thought you were gonna say when she threw the baby into the when fire she threw the baby in the fire that was also iconic to me you know what dj mausner past past guest we were talking about twilight once and we were talking about <laughs> jane because we both love jane dj yeah, reminded me of that scene and she said she they said throwing a baby into the fire question or throwing um a medieval baby into the fire question mark my queen period <laughs> my that queen is, that is how I- oh i feel like I, when uh, I watched that when i saw dakota fanning i was like wow she's like she's she's doing new stuff now mm-hmm. when she did that movie mm-hmm. i was like she's mm-hmm. growing up and she's gonna be an she's actor. growing up yeah. yeah it's funny it's funny you mentioned that because i remember when um they were doing press and um, you know, all the Twilight stars were in tabloids. Um, literally, there was one of uh, there was one image of Dakota Fanning running, I think, in the sun for like a workout 
I, people assume that it was because of Twilight. They're like, they're they're working her into, they're trying to get her to be skinny for Twilight. And this is problematic and this is horrible. Stephanie Mayer must be stopped. Stephanie Mayer must be stopped. And I was like, do you think that Stephanie Mayer personally called Dakota Fanning? And I was like, bitch, you need to lose weight. Like, I don't think that's what happened. Yeah. But I just remember magazines being like, it's Stephanie Mayer's fault. Oh my so gosh. Dumb. Rumor magazines are so funny. Like, yeah. Yeah, silly. Like, so stupid. I believe every word they say. Oh yeah, <laughs> the ones where it's like aliens. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And they're right. And they're right. Look they're now. Right. Which Stephanie Mayer, speaking of aliens, rewrote the exact same book, but with aliens instead of vampires. Oh yeah, yeah. The host. the host. I liked it a lot better than Twilight. Actually, I never read it, but I saw the movie with Saoirse Ronan. There was a movie. There was a movie. Yeah. I think it bombed. It was not there was a it movie. Did. That was Saoirse Ronan's first attempt at an American accent. Oh my god, was it good? her American accent it was not. so funny to me. Saoirse. Also, were was women. That like, when, like, Hunger Games women. came out and stuff too? Yeah, Hunger yeah. Games came out around that same time. And you yeah. know what? Sorry, this is a radical. But like Twilight, Twilight, The Hunger Games are now, because now there's the new Hunger Games book and now there's the new Twilight. It's mm-hmm. like, we're really, what's going to be next? We're reading again. <laughs> we're reading again. <laughs> kind of it's like, what else is going to come? I'm scared, too. We're in a world now where that's all everybody, anybody does now, is everybody wants yeah. the old stuff. Yeah. They, they want to redo. And they want to redo, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what's so funny to me, because these books were huge. Like, even when I was in high school, like, so, so, so big. And, like, people were, like, yeah. racing to read them before the movie started yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah, And now, every time I walk down a side street in a residential neighborhood and there yeah. are books left on the sidewalk, there is always at least one Twilight That's book One there. Twilight book. It's yeah. true. It's true. I remember I was so obsessed with Twilight to the point where I found, I think I torrented um, the version of Midnight Sun. That was the first draft of Twilight that Stephanie Mayer wrote. And mm-hmm. her friend leaked it onto, onto mm-hmm. the internet. And I torrented it and I read it and I, it's cause it's Twilight from Edward's perspective. It was the original <laughs> perspective and I was floored. I, it was my sexual awakening for sure. For sure. I was like, yeah, I want a thousand and something year old man to made of ice to fuck made me for sure. For sure. It's also <laughs> so twisted that like, okay, let me, everyone, everyone here. Imagine mm. you were given like the gift of immortality. How do I spend mm-hmm. my time on earth in high school? In high school, you're not gonna travel the world. You're not gonna. Right. You're not gonna stay home. <laughs> like but you have to go. You don't have to go to high school. But you don't. They live in forks. The houses are so far from each other. No one would know if there's a bunch of vampires in one and house, even if there are five or thirty. Yeah, you'd be like, get those kids in class. Be like, hey, yeah, a grown ass man named Emmett chopping wood. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Right? It was so stupid. weird. Strange. Yeah. What a strange. So stupid. Abba, just really? to circle back to your sexual awakening, because I, it's one of those things that just is seared into my memory, and I'm going to remember it, like, deep into dementia. The last thing I'll ever know <laughs> is this. Yeah. They made a Twilight dildo. And, like, it, like, it's called the Vamp. It, oh. It's called the Vamp, Abba. It, oh, it literally, when they advertise it, it's like, I sparkle in the sun. Yeah. Just wait, it's worse. Do you have to... Okay, keep going, because I have a question. (laughs) You 
it like one of its selling features that they talk about is that you can put it in the fridge or freezer to cool it down to vampire temp. Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been breaking her phone. <laughs> is that a stapler? Have <laughs> that is that is haunting. Okay, but haunting. my question is: Do you have to put it in the sun for it to <laughs> Just for it to sparkle? I think so, then, so. So you leave it outside or in the window, in our bay windows. We'll yeah. leave it in our bay windows. And then you put it in? <laughs> yeah! But it's so counterintuitive. Why cold? Ow! I feel like that was I'm ouchy. Frozen pussy. I'm in a lake when it's cool, a bit cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there. yeah no, right? No, thank you. My last thing that I ever wanted when, like, <laughs> I'm feeling, like, aroused is a shocking, like, cold yeah. sensation. Yeah, immediately would take you out of it. Who is that pleasurable for? Who is that pleasurable for? That's never. Oh god, ew, ew. Because you see, when Stevie Nicks pegs um, Harry Styles Mm -hmm. with the crystals, she actually keeps them in a heat lamp before to warm them up. So it's a bit more. She warms them up. She's she's a very kind lover. Very kind. And the crystals are smooth down, so like there's no Mm -hmm. sharp edges. Yeah, so she plays the song "Crystals" that she that's in the Practical Magic yes. movie. Aww. And the crystal, the crystal is just a sensible size, not too big, yeah. not too small. Not, yes, exactly. We, we would not want to lacerate Harry Styles' hole now. Absolutely not. My good God. I honestly, I know that I've said worse already on the podcast, but it's hard not to cancel you for that. Cancel! We need, you know what we need to get, you guys? We need to get um a soundboard where every time, you know how on Deezus and Mero, every time they say something problematic, it goes, eh, eh, eh. We need one where it just says, canceled or something like that. Oh my God. Whoever makes like sound bites, someone make a cancel. Please. Oh, I'm sure oh we can make that no problem. We'll make it. We'll make it. We can lift it right out of this oh track. Oh my god! Sure. sure. And you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> At the end. You're right. End of an explosion. Cancelled. Can't. Coco. Coco. Cancelled. Like shock shock. Yes. We're a shock shock. Love shock shock. Stupid. Oh my god. So stupid. Oh my god. Did we? Ever- yes. What the hell is your favorite of all time Fleetwood Mac album? What you said. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, like what? Rumors always gets all the love. Musicians in that way. Um, (laughs) You don't define them by their album. You just like don't don't see musicians. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. It like it's hard with the band that like I love so much. Mm -hmm. Like I know, like especially like Fleetwood Mac is probably my favorite. What my like top three favorite bands of all time. Mm-hmm. So it's hard, but I do love their live the dance wow. I, mm. because it's got like all of the great songs on it, and it's live, so it's a little different. Like cool. the chain, like Abba, if that's your favorite song, listen mm-hmm. to that version of the chain. Oh, it's I will. Insane, it, like, like, like Lindsey Buckingham, as big of a dick uh-huh. he <laughs> narcissistic guy he mm-hmm. is in real life, is probably one of the most talented. Mm. Um, arrangers and musicians in in the mm. business like he is so he's i believe like, it his guitar playing is out of this world and yes. i go how do you do that yes and he's so talented but he's it, it just sucks that he's such a an asshole like a dickhead even, yeah like even recently like i went to see them on tour and he wasn't there because they had a huge mm. another huge falling <clears> out <throat> recently because they wanted to do they wanted to tour the whole band and he like 
Yeah. I forget why he was like, I don't want to go then. And I don't want to do this. And it was all on his terms. And they were like, fine, then you don't, you're not, you don't yeah. have to come on tour. Ooh, I yeah. Like that, so they got, yeah. So yeah. they didn't, yeah. he wasn't there. They had, but what's crazy is that they had to replace him with two people. Oh my oh, gosh. That's how talented he that is. It feeds into the, his ego that is a problem. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you need two people. You got to pay two people now. Fuck. But you know what, though? We get a- awesome people. Yeah, well, I bet. Like, they got Tom, a guitar player, I believe, from Tom Petty's band, and then oh, um, a singer from, I think he was from The Cure, maybe. Oh. Like, Aww. <laughs> yeah. But I bet there Gross. was nothing more satisfying than telling him to go his own way. Yes. I'm <laughs> Sorry, that. that was really good. Was... Fuck you. That was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. It is good. But, I had uh, to redeem myself. <laughs> you've seen Fleetwood Mac live a couple of times or how many? Just the ones. Just the ones. Because okay. it's so, I would love to see them more. The first time they came to Toronto, mm. I mm. couldn't go because I was working. And then the second time my friends bought a bunch of tickets and they were like, we got you tickets. And mm-hmm. I was like, yay. And I, I just like made sure I could go because I was like, mm-hmm. and it was, I, I've never been happy. I cried. I like, it was amazing. Like, and also mm-hmm. what I loved about the concert is they really take the time to show off everyone. Like, it's not just mm-hmm. about one person. It is about yeah. the mm-hmm. band as a whole. Like cool. Mick Fleetwood had a full, like, I think it was 10 minute drum solo. Oh, oh my God. I stand. <laughs> I stand. And he's such a cool, weird dude. Like he wears hats mm-hmm. all the time. And he's like, oh. when he was young, he was like lanky and weird looking. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, he also slept with Stevie Nicks. Like he and Stevie Nicks slept oh. together. Like Stevie Nicks. <laughs> they all fucked like, each other. Like good for her. Yeah. She also liked yeah. the song. Cause that happened. So that happened because he had, was getting divorced and she had broken up, yeah. I think, with um, uh, Don Henley yeah. from uh, the Eagles. And mm-hmm. I think they just slept together just because they did. And mm-hmm. he was like, then he started dating Stevie Nicks's like best friend, um, who then I guess I think she died of I think she died of cancer or something oh like that. Gosh. Yeah, which is really sad. But yeah, her song, yeah. her, Stevie Nicks's song Sarah. Yeah. is about um her unborn child with Don Henley oh. and and it's the name of her friend who uh was like her best friend of all time. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's like oh, yeah, wow. like the the things you learn about how she writes her music and who she writes it for is just Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah, but she slept with yeah. Him, yeah, and her and Don Henley were together for a long time. Like yeah, she's awesome. There's so much drama and it makes me wonder like how much drama is there that we don't know of? Because like, exactly. there's so much that we know in the culture, but it's like, I feel like for mm-hmm. every morsel, there must be like something that like, some more behind there the scenes, there has to be. Wow. That is really beautiful though, about her friend. What's the song again called? Sarah? Sarah? I'm gonna, yeah. I, I'm gonna listen to that song. It's a really now. beautiful song. It's really, really good. And it, yeah, oh. Stevie X is so cool. They're all great. Christine McVie too, like, you kind of can't mm. forget, like, Everyone is like Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks, because Stevie Nicks was the like image, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 like the face of it. Yeah, is like you feel it with her, but then Christine mm-hmm. McVie, you forget, is this like incredible songwriter. Like Songbird, mm-hmm. like you said, Ben is like one of the most beautiful songs of like all mm-hmm. time, and she wrote that. Like wow. that's Christine McVie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's written all, all like all of their biggest radio hits like it's crazy Mm. it's um, it's it's you're making it very clear for us how i think there's something so mystical about 
the fact that a group of such talented people mm. individually could come together and just make like the best music ever. It's like wild. It's something really like chosen about it. Mm-hmm. There's something like mm. otherworldly about it yeah. almost. Well, yeah, because yeah. the way they yeah. found like, cause John found Christine and then brought her in the band mm-hmm. and then they got married and then they were looking for a new lead singer cause Peter Green had left and their guitar player obviously Mm-hmm. Went for groceries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did he say he went to? I wonder. Was it Sobeys? Well, some it... people, I don't know. IGA. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Probably like I don't know. Some. What was back? Kroger. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Kroger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then they found Lindsay, and then they found Buckingham and uh, Nick's. Like they were performing mm-hmm. together. They had li- like were dating, and they had an album out called Buckingham mm-hmm. and Nick's and they found them and I don't think that they they knew if they wanted both of them and then they were like they kind of came as a pair and then they yeah. heard their music together and they were like you have to be in this band with us wow and oh. it's always like I always feel like Mick Fleetwood is always trying to keep the band kind of together too like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the patriarch of the group I guess yeah. um mm-hmm. and like yeah they're just their music is timeless and it is I I honestly like just can't not listen to them like yeah they're so good and yeah their drama is insane but at the end of the day i think all of that drama led to like some incredible music yeah 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 yeah. absolutely absolutely when there's that much talent in one band and they're all so attracted to each other clearly it's like how can you how can there not be Mm -hmm. drama yeah well and then even recently christine mcvee and lindsey buckingham have an album together Oh really? Oh, yeah, just cool. the two of them. So oh, I was like, you, you two fucking <laughs> like in their old age. Very sweet. Very. I cute. love that. We love. We that. know. It's tr- like, there's nothing hotter than talent, though. So I can't blame them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. true. And especially if you're two people that like, when you think about music, especially, and you have mm-hmm. this like intense, like fiery relationship that is really mm-hmm. up and down. Like it does make for the, like the best songs often are breakup songs. Yeah. Or like those songs yeah. that you write when you're so hurt and so mm-hmm. emotional. I think that's why yeah. Stevie Nicks is such an emotional being. That's why her music is so, uh, mm-hmm. we, we really feel it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen to the dance now. Got to, it's great. Because And watch. I can watch it because also I in my in my younger years like in my teens I always was scared of live albums I was like well you know you miss out on like the nuance of the production but like lately I I do love a live album I love a live album something very visceral Mm -hmm. but hearing like the screaming and like I don't know the kind of like interludes Mm -hmm. of like an outer breath like leads to be like Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. you New York and you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wild, wild nothings uh, live album, and that's a, that's a yeah. one. You know, the oh, dance. I didn't know they had a live the dance yet. Watch, but and specifically, wa- even if you don't watch the whole thing, watch Silver Springs Silver? because you mm. just watch it for the tension. Mm. Just mm. watch it for the tension. It is so good and so ripe with tension that you, just, you watch it, and you're like, ooh. Ooh, you know something's <laughs> happening something happened backstage or something oh, i love like, that you know there's gonna be, there has to be like a fleetwood mac like a movie at some point i'm it, has I, there already been a biopic has there been a biopic i mean i don't know maybe i would want I to i'm casting it fx miniseries mm-hmm. yes right it Write it down. But I think that would be very that would be taste that would be tasteful. 
there hasn't there hasn't been there ha- wait yeah so... i wonder if it's a rights thing too oh, it might yeah. be like a I also yeah, feel like they'd probably have to be involved and i feel like Lindsay buckingham especially would probably be like no <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what he would say. That's exactly like that. Or <laughs> yeah. like he'd be like, "No, put it away, put it away, away, away," and walk away. Is it funny that yeah. I always when I think of Lindsay Buckingham, I picture Bill Hader doing Lindsay Buckingham on "What Up with That"? <laughs> yes. Literally, literally every, every time. time. I truly oh, picture Bill Hader dressed up. That. I love Bill Hader oh, so much. Oh, I also so think much. with Lindsay Buckingham too, because I mean, I obviously think of Fleetwood Mac when I think of of him but i also i feel like the first time i knew of lindsey buckingham was that he wrote the song holiday road for all of the vacation movies mm-hmm. oh my god like holiday it's like holiday road oh, yeah okay. <laughs> holiday road yeah like lindsey buckingham in my opinion is not a good songwriter yeah <laughs> yeah like, no. don't like he needs to stick to arranging his one like real yeah. Strong like lyric. Did he write any but, other songs yeah. that were that are noticeably stinky? Um, I'm trying to think of stinky ones. I don't know, no. Like, I mean, even like Big Love, like, which is a cool song, but I'm not like for me, I'm like, ugh. Also, like, and, like there's, there's, a song called Big Love is a bit too like on the nose. It's like, yeah. Right? Yeah. There's I mean, even song. go your own way isn't yeah. it's that not layered. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it, there's another song that he fuck, I forget which album it's on, but he the one I was talking about where he did Kleenex boxes and everyone was like, what are you doing? Like the band was like, this is ridiculous. And he yeah. locked himself in a bathroom and like for days to like record <clears throat> these things. He was so like narcissistically, I'm doing this on my own. Oh my and God. like, like no, in the bathroom. Else. Yeah. In the bathroom with Kleenex boxes. It just sounded, it just sounds uh, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he could have just gone to the studio. Like what's wrong with him? Big, you know what? Any any guy that you know right now who's like I want I remember one time a guy told me that he wanted to I can't remember who it was but he's like I want to create a new genre of music and I was like you're you think you're Lindsay but shut up shut up that's that's the tea I that's the that's the tease I'm getting from Lindsay Buckingham like yeah just like I don't know egregious <laughs> narcissistic yeah. yes, exactly that is that are, that yeah. is all of the things he is like you just yeah yeah like not even wanting to go on tour with them I'm like come on man like yeah this made this band made your yeah. career it'd be nothing without them yeah. as, as talented as you are yeah and yeah Phoenix as much as you maybe like you had your stuff I'm like you helped make each other like yeah. mm-hmm. she wrote the songs and you arranged the music yeah. and like mm-hmm. we're a great mm-hmm. team so it's just it's mm-hmm. really too bad and also that, like mm-hmm. that they do that. we I feel like as a culture as a society we can take Stevie Nicks sans um um oh my god Lindsay sorry Lindsay literally my brain grows yeah. sans Lindsay <laughs> but like I feel like rarely would we like love to see Lindsay without Stevie so it's like no, I, mean, I agree wake up and smell the coffee if you're listening I Lindsay agree Buckingham. Lindsay Buckingham he is tuning in if you're tuning listen in, up listen yeah. first of all he's furious <laughs> just like punching Kleenex boxes <laughs> to shoot everywhere <laughs> oh love it so Trisha, since we're coming to the end here, I'm really, really, really curious because we ask everybody what their favorite like moment is of like the pop icon that they bring for us to mm-hmm. talk about on the podcast. And this is like, you have so much to choose from in terms of like moments or like, you know, like blow ups or tabloid things because this band was full of drama. So I'm really, really curious as to know what your favorite moment is. Yeah. My favorite, from- oh my gosh. I like, 
I, I don't even know if I have a favorite moment because they mm -hmm. are like all of them is yeah. so iconic. Mm -hmm. I, I do think for me it's it's actually watching them perform Silver Springs for the first yeah. time and mm -hmm. watching that like again like that ang like that ang like not mm -hmm. anger it's not anger it's just like passion passion something for, passion. for like for like, warning about it yeah. I really am yeah. I, yeah I really want to see this now yeah. I'm it, yeah you yeah. get to watch two people who had such a tumultuous relationship together mm -hmm. come back however many years, 20 years or 15, mm -hmm. 20 years later after they wrote, because like, that was 1997, actually, sorry. Mm -hmm. 97, they did the dance. Oh. So it would have mm -hmm. been like 20 years after all of that stuff happened and watch them perform these songs that they wrote about each other and see mm -hmm. it come out. And like, I'm sure part of it's a bit performative, but either mm -hmm. way, I'm like here for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 he's yeah, a theatrical person as is. I feel yeah, like the theatrical. lines of performance and real emotion are a bit great, like yeah. muddy for her, and she just kind of like yeah. flows in between. Yeah. And I and I love that. Like, yeah. that's amazing. And there's another, there's one other video that you should try to look up if Ooh. you love Stevie Nicks. It's her singing Wild Heart. So this was on one of her her solo albums. And it's mm -hmm. called Wild Heart, but the the version of her singing it, and it's like them practicing it and trying to like mm -hmm. arrange the song is mm -hmm. just it's so stripped down and she's mm -hmm. like sitting they're like in a gymnasium of a school and she's sitting mm -hmm. on the stage Ooh. and she looks mm -hmm. so cute and she's just singing it and trying to get it with the harmonies with the drummer and the band mm -hmm. and it is like i, I think love maybe that. that's my favorite moment is, is mm -hmm. her iconic she's just mm -hmm. that voice, yeah. you know that the you, resonance you hear yeah. it you're like oh you just melt immediately yeah, yeah. Like, kind of similar to like you I watched a uh, TikTok the other day of mm -hmm. uh, the <laughs> table read of A Star is Born. Mm. And it's uh, yeah. Lady Gaga belting out the part of mm -hmm. Shallow. And you just, mm -hmm. everyone in the room stop and like mm -hmm. look at her. <sighs> and you, you watch Bradley Cooper like mm -hmm. look at her lovingly like I'm so proud. I'm so happy I got you yeah. through this and like I'm proud yeah. of you. And it's just raw and beautiful. Like that yeah. stunning voice that you just can't replicate. And it yeah. makes them who they are. It's oh yeah. my god, it's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. There'll never be another Stevie Nicks. That's for no. sure. No, never. No. Well, one of a kind. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. No, that's yeah. oh my god. Then you can take Harry Styles. Oh well, that's why. Yeah, of course, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> comes out. Comes oh my out. god, that's incredible. Yeah. Both of those videos, gotta give them a look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gotta give them a watch. They're mm -hmm. they're so like it's surprising at what you can find on YouTube. You know? <laughs> oh, truly. Yeah, actually though, actually. Oh like, god. Like I found I found out this thing the other day that there was like a Canadian version of Woodstock. Called the Strawberry Fields Festival in yeah, Baltimore. yeah, and it's wild. Yeah, in nineteen seventy, August seventh through Baldwin the tenth. Jesus it, Christ, it was crazy. Led Zeppelin and Leonard Cohen were supposed mm -hmm. to perform, and they they never showed up. Oh, <laughs> the seventies was insane. <laughs> it was a wild time, and I want to go back and live it. The seventies were insane, but <laughs> canceling Canadian gigs is is still alive and well today. Still, uh, alive yeah. And well. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, especially in Bowmanville, they're like, wait, we actually don't what? know how to get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm lost. I don't. I don't <laughs> Sorry, oh that's fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, Trisha, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. Thank um, you. Is, no, seriously, it was really nice talking yeah. to you, and you brought such a wealth of knowledge. Um, is there anything you'd like to end with? Like, you want to plug anything? Uh, your social podcast. 
any my podcast oh. yeah yeah yeah. Talk yeah. About podcast. i have a new podcast out uh called one more round with trisha black where i sit down and mm-hmm. interview slash just converse with people and have a drink it's mm-hmm. super fun you can yeah. find it on apple spotify stitcher mm-hmm. anywhere you find your pods you can follow yeah. me on instagram at it's underscore or, sorry yeah that's right at it's mm-hmm. underscore trisha black no Am I saying it right? It's underscore. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is fully broke. Know, Holy it happens. At it's underscore black. <laughs> and I also started, started a new stupid Instagram account that I'm loving. Uh, but and it might turn into a blog eventually. Uh, but nice. it's called uh, uh, Before I Knew I Was Queer. Um, so it's just a culture uh, Instagram account talking about things that, you know, Kind of before I knew I was queer and like the pop culture that maybe influenced our uh our queerness throughout oh, our lives. So oh. and it doesn't have to be queer stuff. Like I don't know. I posted the first post was a bunch of pictures of Jonathan Taylor Thomas saying oh. that he was the OG beard. So Aww. <laughs> he was he was he was all yeah, over the wall. Yeah. Hilarious. For gays it was so Lively or Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Natalie Portman was a Natalie big one. Portman. Everyone, every gay person had a fucking crush on Natalie Portman. I was like, I don't believe you. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Check that out. No, it's pretty it's just fun and dumb and stupid. So you can you can take this in your moments too. Well, if you're also. listening to Nostalgique, you definitely love fun and dumb and stupid already. It is. So true. because it's I'm true. Abba's fun, Aiden's dumb, and I'm stupid. <laughs> I feel like no. I feel like Ben is fun. Um, Abba's dumb and stupid. Aiden, we have to come up with another adjective for Aiden. No, you can't. That's greedy. You can't take yeah, them both. You can't you can't I'm stupid. You're dumb. Yeah. Um, that's my middle name. Like though. how how not smart do you want to be? Do you want to be dumb, or do you want to be stupid? <laughs> I don't yeah, want to yeah. be. St- Stupid! I'm definitely stupid. I want to be stupid. Oh, you can be whatever you want. Exactly. It's a rotating wheel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's new ones. ones. Be whatever you want to be. Be smart. Be stupid. As long as you're kind to one another. Yes. That's all. (laughs) That was so beautiful. If you're not kind, you can go your own way, (gasps) baby. And we're clapping. That, that was home. beautiful. <laughs> oh my god, love thank it! You. Really, love it, love it, love it, love it. It does. Love it. I love it. Oh, thank you so much, Trisha. Thank, thank you so you. much, listeners. Make sure oh. you check Tris- Trisha out on social medias yeah. and um um watch um uh oh my gosh, I'm all. Why are we all having collective broken heart? Broken heart gallery. Yes, yes. Watch September that. September yes. September 11th. Yay! Yeah. Thank you so much, Trisha. Thank you. Bye. 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 Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Ben. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.